what is up all you awesome anglers and welcome back to the largemouth angler podcast where we help you pull more fish in it is i herschel your host and the largemouth angler and yes bass fishing can be hard and yes it takes a lot of time that we don't really have so i'm here to help you with all the tips and the tricks that you need to make the most of that little time and just catch more fish I truly, truly hope that y'all are having some great catches out there. We're going to close out our series today with what types of baits to use depending upon your water clarity. If you have not listened to any of the previous episodes, it's fine. You can stop this one right now and go back and download them. We, I would say start off with the one talking about stained or dirty water and then muddy water. It builds up and goes from there. Today, we're going to finish off talking about clear water. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter one than the others because I don't fish the clear water as much. But I do remember when I went on a small trip recently to the Texas Hill Country and I did some, uh, it reminded me of how clear some of the little creeks are in that area. When I was a kid, my family used to lease some property up there and we had a couple of creeks running up through there and one in the front part was stained and the other part was crazy clear. And when I say clear, I mean, it, it wasn't very deep or anything like that. It was only about six feet deep in its uh, deepest point, but it was so clear. It was like looking through glass. You could see the bottom. You could see every rock on the bottom, every little detail of it. And you didn't need polarized glasses or anything like that. You could just see everything and the way that you had to fish that was crazy different than having to finish um, <laughs> finish the way that you had to fish that was crazy different than the way that you had to fish the front one it was just completely different some of you fish clear stuff all the time and you fish in much deeper water than I even just mentioned with the six feet and it's still that clear. And I just, I've never seen that. I can't fathom that someday I'll be able to go and fish that, but I know you have to be a bit more subtle. And in the cases where I've dealt with clear water, I'm doing more sight fishing. And what we have to realize is that the bass themselves are also doing some sight hunting. Yes, they still use that lateral line. But now they're relying on that site because they can, they 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 want to trust their instincts on really is that something that I need to be chasing or is it not? If you remember, like the last couple of times, we're going to look at water with three different types of vegetation that you might run into: vertical grass or reeds, matted grass or pads, and no vegetation. And we're also going to break each of those down into three different levels in the water: top, middle, bottom. In other words the top third, the middle third, and the bottom third of the water, and what to throw for each. So here we go. For that top portion of the water, and when I have some vertical vegetation, some reeds, a buzzbait is awesome, but one of my recent favorites is a wake bait. And if you don't know what that is, think of a crankbait that doesn't really uh, dive that much. I mean, you can i mean i can modify it and make it do that but i fish one right now made by yozuri um it is which i love all of their crankbaits and everything else by the way i'm a huge fan of them but they're i think it's the 3db model 
and the lip on the front of it is kind of shaped like a little U if you were to look at it from the front. And that is just a has been a fantastic bait for me. I love it a lot. Once um, once I start getting around some matted grass and pads um, uh, for that top portion, I'm going to be throwing a soft plastic jerk bait. And when I get to no vegetation, I'm going to use a small jerk bait, so like a regular stick jerk bait. Now, a little hint on that soft plastic jerk bait. Okay, if you don't have one, get out your favorite stick bait. Okay, and just nose hook it. Don't use any weights and retrieve it like you would a jerkbait. There's a story that I've heard that uh, Gary Yamamoto, the guy that invented the Sanko, that that's what he was trying to actually do when he made it. Now, I'm not sure if that's true or not. Maybe someday I'll get to ask the guy and know really for sure, but it is completely, an, it is definitely a technique that you can use to make a Senko work well and to have that similarity to a soft plastic jerkbait. Next, with that middle portion of the water, with vertical vegetation reeds, I'm going to use something like a swim jig. Now, keep that in mind. You can pretty much swim any jig if you don't happen to have an actual swim jig. I've told you all before that um, being a pond fisherman, I limit myself on a lot of the tackle that I carry. So trust me, you can make it work. So don't feel bad if you don't have an actual swim jig itself. With matted grass or pads, um, I'm all over a swim bait. And that one I'm going to try and I'm going to try and mimic as much of whatever the bait fish is there as possible. In other words, if there's more shad, if there's more bluegill, whatever it is, I want a swim bait that's going to look like that. And with no vegetation, something like an inline spinner or even a curly tail grub. Then for that bottom portion of the water in clear water with vertical vegetation like reeds a drop shot worm or a jig now preferably on the jig a smaller one and uh, versus i mean goodness i've i use some big jigs uh, some other times but preferably a smaller jig now with matted grass or pads a heavier jig we want to try and get through that stuff or a texas rig creature and with no vegetation Again, a drop shot or a shaky head. Now, some of these techniques I have the least experience with. In other words, like the drop shot, the shaky head, I've, I've seldomly done those. It's not that I can't use those in the stained water that I mostly, or the muddy water that I mostly deal with. It's just that they're more effective in clear water conditions. So I don't have as many opportunities, I guess, to try them out. And on top of all of that, um, you know, the, the jigs, the Texas rig creatures, jerk bait, wake baits, those are more of my go-to because I deal with them with so many other types of, many other types of water clarity. In other words, I'm, I'm used to using those and probably the Texas rig creature more than anything. It is like my crutch. It's almost like, I feel like I can throw that anywhere. I'm very familiar with the different retrieves that can be done and I can work it a lot better just from experience of using those baits. It doesn't mean that those others don't work, and it doesn't mean I haven't had those others work before. But if I were to use one of the ones I'm more familiar with, I will catch more fish with those than I would on the other. Now, as far as colors are concerned, you need to use something more subtle, more natural. The bass is going to be able to see it 
well. So be sure that you make it look right. And this is where I've had experience of, with whites and chromes working better um, when, when I have shad going on, especially a shad spawn and everything else. As with what I've said before, though, this is all over matching the hatch. Find out what that bait fish is and, and where you're fishing and try to match that as close as possible. You're going to be trying to get the attention of the bass. You're going to try and fool them into thinking that it's the real deal. And you need to keep that in mind. It's not like with stained or muddy water. And a last note on that color, don't be afraid of a clear bait. It's crazy. I mean, you really, I say it this way because I was, you'd be amazed by how successful a clear bait can be. And that's all I have for y'all today on clear water bass fishing and what to throw. Let me know on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, what works out best for you in these situations. Maybe throw some suggestions my way for you guys that are dealing with clear water more than I am and give me a chance to try some things when I get out there. My handles are all in the show notes and thanks for listening. Remember, yes, bass fishing is hard and it takes a lot of time that we don't really have. So I'm here to help teach you all the tips and tricks that you need to make the most of that little time and to be able to catch more fish. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is Herschel, the largemouth angler. Keep it real, you awesome anglers. Adios. Adios.